Heads up, Easter is early this year, so get everything you need to host for Sunday, March 31st. Pastel outfits for the whole family, Macy's has you covered. Macy's also has Toys R Us Easter basket goodies, from books to stuffed animals and even slime. Find it all in-store and online at Macy's.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hiring is hard. Express Employment Professionals makes it easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit ExpressPros.com to let the pros help you. Express Employment Professionals is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the location near you. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tight, tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Hi, guys, and welcome to a special episode of Four Things with Amy Brown, except not with Amy Brown. This week, you're getting four things with Kat. And Amy got super wrapped up this week. And so she gave me the opportunity to come back and talk to you guys once again. For those of you who don't know me, I am a therapist who works in Nashville. And I actually have my own podcast called Uni Therapy that is on Amy's podcast network. So if you like what you hear today, I highly recommend you heading over there and checking out my podcast called Uni Therapy. Again, my name is Kat. And I'm just very excited to be here. I always love coming on for things. And so to get to host it by myself is even more exciting. So today we're going to obviously talk about four things. What are the four things? So the first thing we're going to go through is collective anxiety. What is that? And how are we experiencing it now in the world? The second thing I'm going to talk about brain games and also tie that into how it might help with the collective anxiety. And the third thing is something that's all about finding hope and all about paying attention to the goodness in the world when it feels really tough. 
And then for the fourth thing, I have my friend, Lauren, now Morris, she just got married, who founded a all-inclusive dance studio called Move Inclusive. And I have her on to talk about how dancing and movement can help in a healing process. So those are the four things. And I say, let's just get started. First thing. Okay, so the other day I was having a conversation with a friend of mine about a recent experience where I had an anxiety attack for like no actual reason. And well, I thought it was for no reason. (laughs) And it was a really normal day. I had just come home from an awesome weekend where I got to visit my best friend and her family. But for some reason, I woke up with this panic in my body that didn't ever really go away throughout the whole day. It almost felt like a low grade, like heart attack but I knew I wasn't having a heart attack. Well, I was telling my friend about this, who's also a therapist, and she she was like, Catherine, you know that as humans, we have a magnetic energy inside of us that actually absorbs what is in the universe. And okay, I know that sounds very like woo-woo therapisty, but it's true. And I'm gonna explain it very simply so it maybe doesn't sound so woo-woo. And the reason I wanna explain it is because so often I hear people, especially this year, express confusion and shame about not feeling great or just anxious in general. And that's how I was feeling, right? And so often we think we have to have a right or a reason to feel icky, but that's really not true. And right now what we're experiencing is what I like to call collective anxiety. Now, what is collective anxiety? Typically, collective anxiety is anxiety that is induced by like a shared belief that there's a threat. So what might start as a rumor and then everybody starts to believe it. So what happens is a belief of a threat starts to spread and then it starts to grow. So almost like with uh, more people who are afraid, the fear starts to grow bigger. And so then it ends up somewhat distorting someone's individual belief about something like groupthink kind of. Then that intense belief has the power to create true emotional, physical and somatic reactions. So just like a belief can be intensified by collective believing, so can the energy we feel. So energy is contagious, right? We hear this all the time. You know that from knowing what like a Debbie downer is, right? So when somebody has an icky attitude, it brings down the energy, it brings down the mood. Well, that's been happening for over a year now because of the pandemic. Now, I wouldn't call people Debbie Downers. I would just call us trauma survivors who are like in survival. So we've been stripped of our normalcy. We've been stripped of our comfort. We've been stripped of a lot of things. And then we're also being put in this constant state of the unknown as a group. So even if nothing's going wrong, we're still experiencing the energy that we're all feeling due to the ramifications of the past year. So like I said, the reason I wanted to bring this up is to offer everyone some grace in the fact that you don't need a reason to be feeling anxious right now. What we may need, and I kind of just gave you a reason if you really wanted to, but you don't really need one because it's just, that's what our normal is right now. And so what we really need are some ways to soothe and cope through the anxiety and with what's going on around us, which actually brings us to the next thing. Second thing. Okay, so if you follow Amy, then you probably already know she's been really hot on puzzles lately. And the other day, my parents were cleaning out their storage room. And one of the things my mom found was this Spice Girls puzzle from when I was a kid. I mean, this thing has to be like 20 years old. And yeah, I'm pretty sure 20 years old. That's crazy. Anyway, I was like, I'm going to do this puzzle. So I brought it home and I turned my kitchen table into a puzzle corner. And I actually started doing it. And I was like, this is 
suck because i hate doing puzzles and i texted amy and i was like puzzles are so hard and she said i promise you will start to enjoy it and then literally a day later i was hooked like i was waking up early to do my puzzle i was staying up late to finish it and i really really it was enjoying my time doing them it was a way that i started to be able to clear my head and clear my brain after work and i could just focus on putting these things together and it was a very soothing and calming experience for me especially with the weight of my job sometimes and also like I said the weight of the world. I also know that puzzles of all kinds are really good for us and help stimulate our brains and so I want to talk just a little bit about specifically why because I just think this stuff is really fascinating I think you might too and this is like me nerding out on puzzles so I'm like kind of laughing at myself because I never thought that I'd be like in this spot but here I am so let's talk about why puzzles are so helpful so one they do like I said they enhance our mood so puzzles increase the production of dopamine which is a neurotransmitter that regulates our mood memory and our concentration so dopamine is released with every success as we solve the puzzle right so if you get like a piece in there you're making little aha light bulb moments and that releases dopamine and what it also does is it puts us in a more meditative state naturally so then we can be in like a state of stress release the second thing that puzzles do is they actually activate both the left and the right hemispheres of the brain so the left side of your brain controls the analytic and the logical thinking and the right side controls creativity well when you're working on puzzles you're engaging both sides and so you're giving your brain like a real mental workout essentially and the cool thing about that is that a lot of times therapy work is getting the logical brain and the emotional brain to align and to get them to trust each other again and so this is kind of a cool way to like practice that and almost like work your brain out so then it can do that better in other areas of your life okay so the third thing that puzzles help with our memory. So working on puzzles reinforces the connections between our brain cells and it helps us form new ones. So they're a great way to improve your short-term memory. Now we use memory in the process of completing the puzzle, right? So we remember the shapes, sizes, and the pieces and we visualize where they fit in. And what's really cool is that there's been tons of studies that have shown that the growth of new brain connections um, that are formed when you do that kind of stuff help reduce the amount of brain damage in Alzheimer's patients, which I think that's incredible and fascinating. Okay, the next thing that it helps with is basically it helps you use it so you don't lose it, right? So like I said before, it's like a brain workout. It's like exercise for your brain. And when you do a harder puzzle, which, you know, I'm starting small. I started with 500. I actually have a 1,000 piece puzzle that's been on my table for a week and it is very intimidating. (laughs) Puzzles change the patterns of your brain activity and they will help you improve your problem solving skills. They improve, oh, they improve your visual and spatial reasoning, which is really cool. And they help with other functions of your life, like parallel parking. Who's ever been like, can I fit in that parking spot? I don't know. I always do this. I will like drive my car up to see if I can like fit in it and and try to like test it out. And most of the time I'm like, nah, I can't do it. But I probably can. If I did more puzzles, maybe I'd be a better parallel parker. Honestly, I think anybody who's listening to this, if you're like, I'm going to become a puzzler, I want to know. So when you get your, t- your new puzzle, I want you to tag me in it. So if you don't follow me, you can follow me at at cat.tafada and, you know, we can have a virtual puzzle club. Here we go. Third thing. Uh, uh, 
Okay, so third thing. We're talking about how to find little pieces of hope. So a couple weeks ago, I was sitting at home with my friend and we decided to watch a movie. And she picked out this movie called Yesterday with Jennifer Garner. And um, she said that tons of people had been talking about it. And I was like, well, let's do it. Let's watch it. It was a super cute movie and I highly recommend it. And I'm not going to give the movie away, but basically it's about a day where you say yes to everything, which can be very dangerous. But the sentiment is that it takes the seriousness out of life a little bit and helps you come back to your true self and find some hope in a world that feels bleak and scary. And like, hello, we all need this right now. And while we may not be able to have a full yes day, what this is really talking about is finding a way to hope again, right? And so I talk a lot with clients about finding little pockets and little pieces of hope and that in our waiting period or grieving periods, it's essential to find ways to feel hope for things to come. And I was thinking about ways that I find little pockets of hope. And honestly, it's really much like Amy talks about gratitude. She's huge on gratitude. We know that. And what I believe is that people who have the most blessings in their life are the ones that end up counting them. Like that's really how it goes. And so when you sit down and notice all these little pieces in your life and you can find all these little, maybe they're really small, really teeny tiny things, but they make a difference. And those little things become the big things. And it kind of makes me think of this story, which is literally my favorite story to tell ever. So basically, years ago, I was working with this one client and she was coming in every week and every week she would talk to me about the struggles in her life. And I will say that she had a really tough life. I'm not going to give the details of it, but she had a tough life for multiple reasons. So every week she would come in and she would talk. She would sit down on my couch. I would say, how are you doing? She would probably say, not good. And then she would tell me why. And we would sit there and process kind of all the crap in her life. And we did this over and over and over again. And then like, I started feeling like unrest. Like I started getting frustrated with her as a client. And I I know that's a red flag for me because I usually have a lot of patience and compassion for clients who are struggling. And I like really, really enjoyed her too. But I would just get frustrated and get, maybe I was probably getting a little anxious before she would come in because I just knew it was coming. So the issue ended up being that like, she wasn't getting better. It didn't seem like what we were doing was working. And so I, when I really th- sat down and thought about it, I was like, oh, okay. My frustration is coming from this place of like, what I'm doing isn't working. It isn't working when I she just comes in and I say, how are you doing? And she says, not good. And then I say, tell me about that. And so I was like, we got to do something different because what we know is when we do the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result, well, that's literally the definition of insanity right? That's crazy to do the same thing over and over again, knowing what it's given me the last 20 times. So one day she came in and she sat down and I said, you know that like you get to talk about whatever you want in here, right? So you know that, but I am wondering today before we get into our usual, is there anything going right in your life? Is there anything good in your life? Do you like anything about yourself? And she looked at me and smiled, like almost that the kind of smile where you're like, there's something brewing inside, like she's thinking something. And she said, well, can I show you? And I said, sure, you can show me, of course. So she loved art. And so she got out my butcher paper, it's a long piece of paper. She got out my my paints. And she said, will you turn around until I'm done? So I can just like work on this and then I'll let you know I'm done. And I said, okay. So I turn around and about probably 20 minutes go by and I 
hear her say, okay, Catherine, you can turn around. I'm done. And I turn around and there is this beautiful painting. Like I still have it. It's beautiful. And I just like looked at it and I was like, whoa. And I said, can you tell me about this? And she said, yeah. And she started telling me, well, this is this and this is this. And I like this. She started telling me all these good things in her life. And I just like stopped her and was like, wait, wait, why have you never told me about any of this? I said, I feel like I know you really well. Why do I not know about any of this? And I will never forget this. She looked at me again with a smile and very simply, she just said, well, Catherine, you've never asked me. And I was like speechless, (laughs) but really like, you're right you're right. And she said, Catherine, you've never asked me what was going right in my life. You always ask me, how am I doing? I say not good. And you say why? And that's what we talk about. So that's why I haven't told you. And oh my gosh, that experience changed really, honestly, that changed my life because it really woke me up to the idea that like, wow, she's right. I didn't ever ask her. And so yeah, she didn't tell me. And it just started making me think about how that affects other parts of my life, right? So it's so easy to focus on the things that are going wrong. It's so easy. And it's not as easy to focus on the things that are going right or the little things because she had some big things that were going wrong. The things that she drew on that paper were smaller if you were to compare them, honestly. But there were a lot of them. And I tell you guys the story because I really believe that what we end up focusing the most on is what we're going to end up finding, right? If I focus more and more and more on all the the ick and the crap of my life, I'm just going to find more of it. But if I really start to focus on these little pockets of hope, it might lead me to another pocket of hope, right? And, you know, what I'm not doing is trying to encourage this idea of toxic positivity. What I'm not doing is say ignore the stuff that isn't going well, but what would happen if we started to bring in more stuff that was? What would happen if if we did that? And the best part about that story is, you know, because that changed a lot of our conversations and how we communicated with each other and then how she started to think. She didn't have to see me for very much longer after that. And how crazy is it? Because that was so simple. That was a simple shift that we created that made a huge difference. So I don't know if that means maybe you need a yes day to give a little pocket of hope, or maybe you need one of Amy's four things, gratitude journals, who knows what you need. But I think it'd be really cool if you spent some time maybe thinking about like, what's going right for me? And how do I give that more attention? And how do I turn these little pockets of hope into like medium sized pockets of hope? And then like, large pockets of hope and then really big pockets of hope so oh that story love it let me tell you about this 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater that I got for $50 I ordered it in navy the crew neck style and it is perfect I wore it with jeans and heels to work and then later in the day threw on sneakers and it was a simple outfit that got so many compliments and something like this exists thanks to Quince. I already have the ivory color in my cart for my next order, which by the way, I never thought I would own anything cashmere before, but since all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, it's doable now. They also have organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more that you need to check out for yourself. And here's how they do it. They partner directly with top factories. 
Quince cuts out the middleman and passes the savings on to us. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Amy. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, we're brought to you today by IKEA. No matter if you live in a three-bedroom house or a tiny apartment, We all have mess in one form or another, and it takes over if you let it. Overcoming mess can feel like an impossible task. Who has time and money for that? But the good news is IKEA has easy and affordable solves for any kind of clutter. Got that chair that seems to collect all your clothes? There's a wardrobe organizer for that. Got a monstrous mess under your bed? No problem. That's what under bed storage is for. How about that one drawer that seems to have everything and nothing in it at the same time? Nothing one of their many versatile drawer organizers can't solve. IKEA makes storage solutions that are within reach. Solutions that work for spaces of every size and shape. And for any budget. So you can confidently face mess head on and start enjoying every last inch of your home. Visit IKEA to explore more affordable storage today. You can't afford mess. So Ikea makes storage affordable. All right, I can't say enough good things about Tacovas. It's my favorite boot brand. Not just boots. They have everything Western that you need. And it's rodeo season. So if you're looking to put together a good outfit or you're just embracing like your cowgirl, cowboy vibes, again, Tacovas is where it's at. They bring a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. I mean, they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality that you would find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. I can speak to all three. Their boots are super comfortable. I can wear them to events, and my feet feel fine. I get a lot of compliments. They're super cute, and I feel cute. And then the customer service is out of this world. They also have trucker hats, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, they'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western boots right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code BONES at checkout. That's B-O-N-E-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code BONES at checkout and you're going to get a free trucker hat. 
Now I have my friend Lauren on and she is somebody that I met years ago last year in college yeah i thought of her when amy asked me to come help out with a podcast because i think a lot of you guys think um when i come on i'm going to talk about therapy and and ways to help us heal from different parts of our lives and that's obviously true because that's what i'm doing today but i wanted to be a little creative in it because i think sometimes we get really stuck in this one lane way of moving through stuff when I say stuff, that could be anything from trauma to just, you know, everyday stuff. And so what I want Lauren to do today is talk to us about another avenue. So she founded a really cool dance studio called Move Inclusive Dance. Do you ever get tongue tied when you say that? Not anymore. <laughs> You're like, it's actually just three easy words. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an awesome studio. I'm going to let her tell you guys all about it. But we're also going to talk about how dance has been a healing agent for her in her life and how she's watched it be a healing agent in other people's lives. So one, Lauren, hi. Hi. I don't think I let you say hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. And all that to be said. Welcome, Lauren. And can you like, where should we start with all that? Yeah. So, well, when you mentioned to me that you were interested in kind of talking through this topic with me immediately, I was like, yes, because I have tons of personal experience where, you know, movement has been healing or therapeutic to me in a lot of ways. I grew up in a dance studio. I was three years old when I took my first dance class. And so dance was always a part of my routine and therefore movement was always a part of my routine. I didn't see a therapist for the first time until I was uh, maybe 26. And talking through my childhood and even my, you know, like teenage years, we were able to, to really see how that, that was my therapy for my whole life. I, yeah. I had no idea. So I have a lot of personal experience, like I said, but now with what I do at, at Move, I'm able to see that in other people and oftentimes in people who, who need it maybe even more than I do, yeah. um, who really don't have an outlet to express their emotions or process things. And it's just an amazing thing. First of all, shameless plug of myself. Lauren was on <laughs> Lauren was on my podcast, You Need Therapy. When was that? October? Mm, yeah, it was the fall, maybe. Where she told her story, well, part of her story. And I'm just gonna leave it there because I want you guys to go listen to it. But what I'm registering now is like, oh my gosh, how had dance had been holding you? almost like safe yes. for until it couldn't do its job by itself anymore. Absolutely. I, you know, yeah. so that is so cool. So definitely go listen to that episode because that your story, I just think is cool anyway. Yeah. And we, we say that we say like, this is my therapy or this is my therapy, but it's like dance really was your therapy without you knowing that it was without you knowing that it was therapy. Yes, absolutely. And I, I say oftentimes whenever I'm, you know, speaking for a fundraiser or something for, for our, because we're a nonprofit. So I, I'm constantly asking people yeah. <laughs> for money. Um, and I often find myself saying that, you know, I know it's cheesy, but dance saved my life in a lot of ways. And it's, it's the truth. It was my outlet, like I said, where I could go and, and I knew that it was a safe space for me to just let out whatever was going on inside of me. Yeah. So you've noticed that in yourself and you felt that in yourself. And then can you tell us what are some ways that you have noticed change in a healing process happen like in front of you with some of the people that you work with at your studio or just in your experience as a dancer? 
Yeah. So we see it every day. And for those who, who may not have put it together or, or know yet, but we are a dance studio for people of all ability levels. So we do have some typically developing students that uh, come and take classes with us. But for the most part, it's individuals that have various disabilities. And one story in particular that comes to mind. It was a couple of years ago, we were doing a summer camp. It was at the end of the day. And my friend Megan, who's the, the program director for MOVE and, and teaches a lot of our classes, she was leading this camp and everyone was just like really tired and, you know, it's long hours mm-hmm. and we weren't really getting much out of them. You could tell everyone was kind of like done for the day, but we had about an hour left. And so she looked at me and she was like, I'm going to just kind of go off course here and do a really long cool down session with them. And so I was like, okay, great. It was actually, we were doing like a dancing through the decades theme that week. And so this was, I think, 90s day. So she turned on some Inya. Uh, Stop and, it. Yeah, <laughs> yes. She turned on some Inya and uh, just led like a, a stretch series really and, and like constructive resting and breathing and uh, just really slow, gentle movements to this very, very calming, peaceful music. And about probably 30 minutes into it, one of the students started crying. And so, you know, we noticed it, but we didn't really do anything at first. And then it felt like it was time to maybe, you know, step in. And so anyway, she, she cut the music down. And when we asked her what was wrong, she told us that she had recently had a friend pass away and the music made her think about this friend. It makes me want to cry just talking about it. And um, she decided while she was moving that she was moving in honor of him. And Uh, There was everyone in the room was just, you know, totally silent taking this in. And uh, then it opened up this beautiful, very deep conversation where another student said, you know, oh, well, my grandpa, he passed away last year. And so we talked through that. And then it, it was just a ripple effect. And anyway, at the end, Megan and I looked at each other and just had this moment. We didn't say anything, but we're both, you know, tears in our eyes. And we're like, this is why we do what we do. Because for a lot of people, especially those that we work with, you know, they may not have an outlet where they can process those kinds of emotions, those really, really heavy feelings, right? And I think for a lot of people that maybe, you know, don't know someone with a disability or have not spent a lot of time around someone with a disability, you can oftentimes forget. And and these were peers, we were working with adults. So they were, it was people our age and maybe even older than us that day. But you can sometimes forget because you're like, well, they, they look different than me, or maybe they talk different than me, or maybe they don't, they don't talk at all. But inside, we all have the same things going on, right? We have the same emotions. We have the same feelings. We all experience trauma. And while it may look different on the outside, inside it's, it's all the same. And so that was a really, really cool moment to just be like, wow, we are way more alike than we are different. And what an honor it is for us to be able to create these moments and just like foster this, this community where people can experience that. That is the coolest story. Thank you for sharing that. And my wheels are turning in my head as you're sharing that because everything you said, I want to echo. What I know to be true is that our bodies hold everything 
that we need to know, everything sometimes we don't need to know, but our bodies are more than just these bodies. They are like, they're storytellers. Our bodies will tell us the story if we let it. And I think what you have created is a space where people's bodies are allowed to tell them the story that they need to, that they need to hear, they need to know, because you created a moment there where it triggered a response, whether it's from, I hear something which triggers something or a movement triggers something, or, I mean, it's, that's incredible. And even if none of the other students in that example were even moving with that one student, it's like her movement then created that ripple effect. Mm -hmm. That is just so cool. And, And I mean, exactly why I wanted you to come talk because I think a lot of people, you know, we used to do, I guess we called it dance therapy. Yeah, at the treatment center that um, I worked at. And it was like a lot of people were like too cool to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't, I'm, I'm like, but one, that's not going to do anything, but like, uh-huh. I'm too cool to like look yeah. like that or do that. And honestly, after somebody would do it every single week, it would turn into the client's favorite part yeah. of their day or their week. And because it just turns something on one, it can, it can trigger good memories too. Right. So this reminds oh, yeah. me of, of, something from my childhood that I had forgotten about or this or that. And so I think the essence of my rambling, (laughs) I don't really (laughs) think the essence of my rambling is, but the essence of my rambling is a little bit about the fact that like, sometimes we need a release that we don't know that we need. And you can walk into a class, like you walked into class for 26 years, not knowing that you needed a release, Mm -hmm. you know, and dance Mm -hmm. gave you that. And Um, Sometimes it's something really big like that story. And sometimes it's just you leave with some endorphins and some dopamine and all of that. But I think that's so cool. So with that being said, because your studio, I mean, anybody can show up right? Like you can have dance experience. You cannot have dance experience. You can have any kind of disability and you guys will show up and be there to support that. So what prompted you to create that kind of studio? I knew that dance transformed my life in a lot of ways. And like I, I mentioned earlier, saved my life in a lot of ways and was very critical for me growing up and at the same time, I also just like, I loved it. It's fun, you know, and it was something that I enjoyed doing. And I saw a need where, you know, there was this group or community of people who can't as easily access something as simple as a dance class like I can, you know, I can pretty much go to any dance studio that I want to and say, hey, I want to take a dance class. And if they have an adults class, I can sign up for that. And I think that that should be available to everyone. And I, I guess it is because of my personal experience with it being so healing and therapeutic for me, I saw this this group of people that I knew could so benefit from it, maybe even more than I do. And why wouldn't that exist? And so honestly, a few years ago, I was like, I'm just, I couldn't get the idea out of my head. I'd been thinking about it uh, for probably over a decade at that point. I was, I was 13 the first time I, I thought about it. So anyway, I couldn't, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And so I was praying and I was like, I don't know why this keeps coming to me because I don't have any experience working with people with disabilities. I don't yeah. know anyone with disability. How could I ever pull this off? But I will entertain the idea if you just, you know, show me the way. And after that, it was like doors just continued to, to fly open in front of my face everywhere I would turn. It felt like someone would be in front of me that I'm like, oh, they're the perfect person to talk to. And everyone that I talked to was like, yeah, that's a great idea. And we do need that. And you should do it. And so after that, I was like, okay, well, it's here we go off to the races at that point. And, and we launched with a, with a summer camp that was really successful. And then after that, we opened our studio and it's, 
I just I haven't looked back since. What would you say to people like, you know, how I said some people are like, I'm too cool. There's that. And then there's the person who thinks I can't air quotes. Yeah. I can't I can't dance. And you created this studio so more people could have this amazing experience that you were able to have um, growing up and, and being able to have movement as a healing practice. So what would you say as some encouragement to people who might be like, uh, not for me? Sure. That's great for you, but not for me. Because what you've shown us through that story is it's for everybody. It's for everyone. Yeah. And, and literally everyone can dance. Everyone. We, I'm, I'm telling you, we make that possible <laughs> every single day. And I... I don't know. Do you not remember when I danced in college? Uh, you, you, you can <laughs> dance. You can move. Uh, no, I, I think like neurotypicals like you and I, we get so in our <laughs> yeah. head that we're like, oh, I don't have rhythm. Oh, I'm going to look, you know, crazy or yeah. people are laugh at me. Where with the the people that we see that, that have some type of disability, for whatever reason, that filter is usually just like yeah not there they don't care like they just hear a song come on and they're like yes here this i go is, this feels right you know what's funny though because you say like people who are like i don't have rhythm i used to always say i don't have rhythm but i literally but teach a rhythm do. based i teach yeah. a rhythm based cycling class where i have to have rhythm for it to make sense or for me to teach it exactly but it's a, that's a story i told myself because yes. i probably was scared of looking not good at something that's right like I was, that's exactly right you would say get rid of the filter get rid of the filter there are some people who, you know, aren't interested in dance. That's, that's fine too. Yeah. Not, it's not for everyone. Just like I have no interest in, I, I could play some type of sport, I'm sure, but I don't care to. It so could I know be that, for anybody. Yes, but it, yes, exactly. Exactly. So would they go to a place like your studio or can I take a, like adult dance yes, class without experience? Absolutely. I would love that. I'll get a group of people and we'll come do it. Yes. I love watching the videos that you put up on yeah. Instagram. Oh, so it's, it's like I tell people all the time that reach out and they're like, can I stop them and, you know, just drop in a class and see what it is? I'm like, yes, it is the best mood booster. Yeah. It's just, it's a good time always. <laughs> so, so yes. okay. So with that, then how do people, if you live in the Nashville area, then you can come to the studio. Yes. So I want you to tell us where they can find information on that. And then if you don't live in our area, then what are ways people can still be involved? Because you have created something really special that I think people will want to be a part of and want to sure. follow along with too. So locally, well, you can find us on social media at Move Inclusive Dance. That's all of our, our social media handles. Our website is moveinclusivedance.com. And for those that are, are local to the Nashville area, just there, there's a place on the website where you can reach out and I'll send you the class schedule and we can get you signed up that way. Um, there's also places where if you want to sign up to be a volunteer, if you're interested in maybe uh, joining our board of directors, we have a young professionals committee. So those are all things that local people could, could look into. And if you're not local to us, we're also doing virtual classes. That was a, a pivot that we made, yeah, in 2020. And, and we have students across the country that take classes with us every week. So if anyone is interested in that same thing just pop on the website which i forgot you were doing that yeah yeah okay so anybody can be involved in any that's way right. That's all right. right that's amazing well thank you for being here and talking with us i appreciate it thank you for having me infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 live march 20th from the edge at hudson yards in new york city 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Dealing with mess can feel like an impossible task. It just keeps coming back. Well, today we're brought to you by the organization experts, IKEA. IKEA knows that we all have those areas in our homes consumed by mess, whether it be the chair that collects all your clothes or the monstrous pile under your bed. That's why IKEA makes affordable wardrobe organizers, underbed storage, and other solutions that help you easily take back that chair and conquer the mess monster under your bed. Visit IKEA to explore more. You can't afford mess, so IKEA makes storage affordable. I've been telling you about Tacova's boots for a very long time. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for my listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code BONES at checkout. That's B-O-N-E-S at tacovas.com. And that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. Come and point your toes west. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 